Hi, this is Lindsay and Maggie, and you are listening to Love, Life, and Everything in Between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love, Life, and Everything in Between. My name is Lindsay, and my beautiful friend over here is Maggie. How are you doing today, Maggie? I am so good, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be here with you, you beautiful lady. It's exciting. Thanks, me too. Yes, so, so, so exciting. Today is going to be an amazing episode um, because today we are going to be talking about integrity. Integrity, yes. And that, and it's all, yeah, it's a lot of exciting things going on in the universe and with the stars and the planets that we were talking about earlier. Um, what does integrity mean to you, Lindsay? What's the definition of integrity for Lindsay? Good question. Yeah, I had this, um, every time I hear the word integrity, I have a definition that immediately comes to mind. And um, I got it from a professor I had in college. And he used to say that the definition of integrity is how you choose to show up even when no one is watching. And this is so powerful to me um, because you hear a lot about integrity and being an integrity. And I used to think when I was younger, you know, if I was thinking of the definition of integrity, I would be thinking integrity is doing the right thing. But it's, I think the added part of who are you or how do you show up when no one else is around? It's not, it's not just doing the right thing for society's sake or for someone else's sake. It's doing the right thing because it feels right really to you in your bones and um, keeps you true to who you are no matter what. And I think that's just so beautiful. Um, but I'm curious too, what, what's your definition of integrity? Is it similar to you or how, how do you think about integrity? It absolutely is similar. I think that was a great thing that you said is how, you know, what, how do you act or do or be when no one is, 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 is watching or judging? Because it's kind of, I mean, I think we all, when the ego, when we're centered in ego, it's, it's, it's easy to have or not easy. It makes it seem more simple to have integrity. First of all, I love the word. It just is such a great word, right? Yeah. So powerful. And, um, uh, I think, I, yeah, I think it means just like what, what exactly what feels good to you. And I don't know, just like a small little example or is, is uh, kind of going back to, you know how people always say, oh, it's easy to act nice when you're winning. The right. real measure of, of a human or is somebody that is still gracious and acting in integrity when things might really be crumbling mm. for them. And I always think that's like such a beautiful, you know, to stay in that grace, that integrity when, when, when things might be really hard, but you just still do kind of do the right thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and even if you know, you're not going to get accolades for it or praise for it, you just do it, you know, because it's right, right for you. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. It kind of reminds me of, um, I mean, you know this, and I, I think I mentioned it maybe um, before on here, but I'm a life coach. And um, it kind of reminds me of showing up for clients, even when I'm not 
in a good space, if that makes sense. Like there are some days as being a business owner, you wake up and you know that you are going to serve others today. Like I have calls with clients, I'm leading a meditation circle, whatever it is, I need to show up and lead. But if I wake up and I'm feeling really tired or I have things going on in my personal life, it can be really easy to just kind of like skirt responsibility or lean into that ego, as you were saying, like the part of me that's like, I don't want to do this today, or you can't do it, or all the critical thoughts that come up and staying in integrity is also kind of reminds me of coming back to intention. Like, what is my intention for my business? The intention for my business is to serve and help others. So that's what I come back to, even when it feels difficult. It's showing up as your best self anyway, doing the right thing anyway, even if I'm talking to a client who's a fellow business owner and her business, you know, is like really picking up or soaring or she's having success that I'm not having. I think when we're in situations like that, a lot of people really like to not like to, but we're programmed to almost feel jealousy or to feel guilt or shame that, you know, it's like that comparison factor, but being an in integrity, I think, isn't just doing the right thing, but it's also remembering who you really are, almost like finding that light inside of you. And um, the word that's coming to mind is alignment, like staying in alignment with your highest self or your best self. Um, and that's a very like grounded way to be in integrity, I think. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, very much so. And I think that I'll go ahead and, and, and light, light, this is kind of funny, but in, with the COVID and everything and being in integrity, and I think people, it's just been such an insane year for everyone. I don't care where you are, who you are, where you live, what your story is, all very important, but it's just been, the world has tilted on a different, different axis. And so, um, you know, you know how much I love fashion and just, it was during, during the COVID, it was just so easy to just like be so depressed and not get dressed or do. And finally I was like, this is going to stop. You're going to get up, you're going to put on a caftan or a turban or a headband or whatever, or some real pants and stop, you know, because you know, with the Zoom thing, that was the whole thing. I didn't realize people not wearing pants. Why would you? Who cares? You're not going out of the house. But no, in integrity. So it's metaphorically speaking in our lives, even when things are not great, we have to show up in integrity. Like with you, with your coaching, it may not be, but you got to put the outfit on and go for it, you know, and I'm not talking about the clothes. You know what I'm talking about? The mental thing. Again, during the COVID, this has been different, but I think I told you like with, um, with, uh, when I went to that store and I realized that they had totally undercharged me. So, and I thought the, the thing to, with integrity to do was to go back and say, Hey, you totally undercharged me. And I, and I, and, and they were like, Oh no, don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, then that's all you can do. Right. You can't do more. You can't beg them. But right. I know that in, for me, that was important for me to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. Cause that's what makes you, it's almost like doing something that you know is an integrity, like going up and saying like, Hey, you undercharge me that keeps you in alignment with yourself. Like you, you walk away feeling better because you're like, wow, I really held myself in my integrity. You know, like you didn't compromise um, your values. And I think that's like another aspect of integrity is what are your values? And, and someone asked me the other day um, in my business, like what are mm -hmm. your business values? And I could think of some off, off the top of my head, but they actually gave me a list and said, 
here are a list of values. And there were some, some words on there that just were like so beautiful that I wouldn't have thought of on my own. Um, but like family is like a personal value or, um, I mean, there's so many on there, like authenticity, vulnerability, integrity was one of them. Also compassion, but freedom, adventure, um, beauty, and yeah, just all these really interesting things. And I think staying in integrity is also staying true to your personal morals, ethics, and values. And that's why everyone's like being in integrity, I think goes back to doing the right thing is doing the thing that feels most in alignment to you. But I think most of us, when we get to the heart of who we are, have similar values and a similar level of integrity that we want to hold ourselves to. And I think for some of us, we practice integrity more regularly or more comfortable, kind of even getting uncomfortable to stay in integrity than others of us are. But I think integrity is also a practice. And when you stay in integrity, it just keeps feeling better and better and better until it's hard not to be in integrity. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I'll tell you what just came up for me too. I think integrity means your word is your word. And you know, people, we, in this society that we live in now, I mean, everything is so uh, material based and financial based. And, and, and I think that if you have your word and you know that people can trust it, it's the, it's, it's, it, it, it's the best thing you can ever have. Like for instance, if, uh, I know when I give my word, that's like a signed verbal contract mm -hmm. and I'm going to do everything to show up and fulfill that contract you know, which I think, which is why, you know, people that, and again, no judgment, but like, you know, and we've done enough together that if I tell you that I'm going to meet you somewhere, obviously before COVID, uh, and I'm not there, you know, that, and then you don't hear anything. You are calling the FBI because something is wrong. Right. right? Yeah. Whereas absolutely. we have some peeps that we know that might not show up for three days just because they got sidetracked and we love them, but and I'm not saying that they don't have integrity. It's just that we know that that's not their thing because they just, then they'll, and they're totally fine about it. And they're like, oh, we got busy. We ran into a friend on the street or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So what is, they have what, a different word. <laughs> they have a, right. It's a different line. Well, Hey, that's what makes the world go around. I get it. So what are some, what is a, something for you where you feel like you were proud of your integrity, like a choice that you made? It's, it doesn't have to be like monumental. Yeah. Ooh. Good question. Um, I mean, like I wasn't saving lives by going back to the store and saying you undercharged me, right? That's pretty right. small, right? Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think there are little moments like that every single day. Um, like very small decisions that I know lead me to my best self. So um, this is kind of a roundabout way to answer the question, but I promise it's relevant. One thing I've been thinking about a lot, speaking of words, is one of my words for 2021 is devotion. And the oh, reason I why I devotion. picked Yeah, and the reason why I picked that word is because I am someone who has always felt very uncomfortable with the word discipline. And I do think of myself as a very disciplined person. I also very much like my word means a lot to me. And when I give my word to others, I hold myself to that mm -hmm. extremely strongly. And I consider myself being very loyal. And 
And discipline for me, having self-discipline means I show up every day even when I don't want to, but the word discipline instantly makes me feel like I just want to shrink a little bit or like I'm in trouble, you know? Um, and I think just as with the language of discipline, when you self-discipline, I almost think of like a parent disciplining a child, just that word discipline carries a lot of like weight and almost like a, a punishment or keeping you in this, this box. But I do think that discipline is really important and showing up in authenticity is really, really important. So anyway, I um, was, I came across the word devotion recently and not like I never heard it before. I didn't know what it was, but I saw it in a tarot card actually. And um, it was talking about devotion and the word just hit me differently. And I started thinking about the word devotion and I thought, you know, discipline and devotion are two sides of the same coin, but like they're both about showing up always, like really showing up in, in service to the greater thing, you know, like really showing up. But for me personally, when I'm using self-discipline, when I'm being disciplined to do something, it's almost out of fear. So I show up, um, you know, like for example, like if I'm going to be disciplined and show up every morning and meditate, when I think about it as self-discipline, it's almost like I'm showing up in meditation every day because I'm afraid to see what I'll be like if I don't. What will happen right. if I don't meditate every day? You know, that discipline, kind of discipline. Yes, I think I, I totally agree. I think discipline for me has, if I was a picture, even when you said that, it's like, oh my gosh, you're in a cage. You have to do this. It's like disciplinary measures. Like, and for, for us creative free spirits, that is not cool. But if you look right. at it and say, if you look at it and say, oh, it's integrity for me and devotion for me, it takes on a whole different thing. And then suddenly the gates of, for me have really been lifted and I'm okay. It's not like, you know, cause I think of discipline as like military. Right. Yeah, exactly. And the flip side of that is devotion where devotion is where you show up out of love, not fear. Devotion is you keep showing up and showing up and showing up for my meditation every morning, not because I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I don't, but because I love it. Devotion is out of love. And so when I started thinking about that, that choice every day where I wake up in the morning and I say, I really don't want to sit and meditate. I want to go make my to-do list. I want to go do these other things. I show up not in discipline, but of devotion. And that's such a shift of energy. So anyway, that's me staying in my integrity because I know I am my best self and my energy is the most clear, kind, and in service to others when I'm showing up out of love, even when it's to myself, you know? Um, so that's, that's one small way, but, um, I love what you said about integrity, like being your word. And that makes me think of those value words. And for anyone that's listening, I think an awesome exercise, and I don't know if you've done this, Maggie, so tell me if you have, but is just almost looking like you can Google it, like a list of values. And then going through all the values, all the words that stand out to you intuitively and writing them down. And once you have a big pile of words, just pick maybe the top five out of all of those words that are really your core values. And this really shifted something for me because I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like I do have a lot of values, but some are like have a lot more weight to them than others do. And it's just interesting to see yourself in a couple of words. And it's easy just to give you kind of like a, a compass of how you want to show up in life when you know what your values are. And for me, those values, those words together, those five words, that's my integrity. That's me living in integrity. Um, so have you ever done that before? Have you ever looked at like a list of values? 
Yeah. I, I, you know, I journal a lot like you and values are important and words and the, and the meaning that we assign to them are so important and what we see, you know, and how, when you have that shift in perception. Yeah. I think that's, that's, and everybody's definition of living in their integrity is different, you know? Um, again, I mean, I, I and, and I think we can do it all day in different little ways. Again, it doesn't have to be some huge thing that's like earth shattering. There's just little ways of, of, uh, of embracing our integrity. Yeah, definitely. You know? And knowing, um, knowing what works for us and what our truth is. Yeah. And, um, and what, and what feels good, you know, I, 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 I think, I mean, yeah, definitely. It makes me, it, it makes me wonder, um, how do you know when you are not in integrity? Like, what does it feel like to you if you've almost stepped out of integrity, even in a small, like in a small way, like you said, it doesn't have to be big. Oh, I think it feels terrible for me. I mean, I can, I can feel it physically. Like I know, I know it's not the right thing for me. It doesn't feel good. And no matter, and this is saying, and again, I, please, I'm not saying I'm far from the Dalai Lama, but, but when I, I don't have, it doesn't feel good for me, even when things, and we've talked about this a lot too, because we've talked about a lot of things. I think that we're all human. We're all trying to, I think, I think we're all trying to do the best we can. I hope that but sometimes we all can get off the path. And even when things uh, or someone or something has not gone my way or someone has acted in a way that is not, uh, that is ugly or untoward, I try and, and do a reset and go back with integrity. Right. You know, right. and again, not being holier than thou, not being judgmental, just saying for me, what do I want to do? What's the right thing for me to do? Definitely. As yes. Maggie for my integrity. And again, yeah. it's different for everyone. So um, it actually, it reminds me of when I asked you, I had a memory for me come up and it's, a, it's a silly memory, but um, I have a thing with lying. Like I can't lie. Even a little white lie makes me feel so anxious. And so um, for me, when I was 22, I was, um, going through grad school auditions in New York City. And I had wanted a tattoo since I was like 18. But I knew that my parents like weren't that cool with tattoos. But my brother had tattoos mm -hmm. and they were fine. So I don't know why I was so weird about it. But anyway, so I have a, a small tattoo on the back of my neck. It's like a little circle and it's very small. I, I always did forget. not know that. Yeah, I always forget that I have it. Sean has to remind me sometimes like, you know, he'll be like, oh, your tattoo. And I'm like, what? Oh, right. I have a tattoo. I totally forget, but it's very small and no one ever sees it. So, so I didn't need to tell my parents, you know, I was, I was 22. It's not like I was 15 and I knew that my parents wouldn't really care, but the thought crossed my mind of like, should I tell my parents? And then I thought, no, I don't want to upset them. And so I had that thought even before I got the tattoo. And anyway, it was just eating me alive. The fact that I was keeping it from my parents, even if they were going to get upset, I just thought, I can't lie for months. I can't not tell my parents for months. It just was like, it just was so out of integrity for me. So I literally made it maybe 12 hours after the tattoo without telling them. And I was on a flight 
um, back to California because I was going to school in California at the time um, for college. And anyway, I called both of my parents at the airport and I told them and they were totally cool about it and fine, but I was so nervous. And I remember telling my mom, like, mom, you know, I'm going to tell you something that like, I know you might get mad at me for, but I really didn't want to lie to you. And she's like, Lindsay, you can tell me anything. Like, of course, like what happened? And, you know, I think she was a little concerned because she was like, oh my gosh, what, what happened? You know? And I'm like, okay, so I got a tattoo. And she was like, oh, that's it. Like, okay, right. well, do well, you that's like a, it? That was a I'm great like, yeah. way to preface it, by the way. Let me just tell you, when you give with it that kind of introduction, everyone's mind goes to the, like the, and they're like, what? So you just kind of, you raise the bar so high and then you're like, oh, I got a tattoo, you know, nothing. Right. So exactly. when you put, like I said, that was very smart. That was very smart. Because well, yeah, you know, she's it, probably like, oh my God, is something really wrong? I mean, like, exactly. So like, that was who, a who died? Very clever, you know? very clever. Uh, yeah. Well, I definitely didn't plan it that way, but both of my parents, it's like they weren't even upset about the tattoo. They were like, why are you so stressed? Like, it's okay. Like, thank you for telling us, but you didn't have to tell us, you know? And it's, I was just, I was like, I didn't want to lie. I didn't want to lie. I, I just have a thing about lying. So I, I think there's just, there's little things like that that when you feel like you're out of integrity, for me, it mm -hmm. feels like anxiety and guilt, even if it's not for other people, even if it's just like, no one will know but me, it still just is like, it, it eats, it eats at you when you're out of integrity, I think. I think that's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You, you know how I feel about that. Lying is one of my, it just makes me sick to my stomach. I, and I'm such a full disclosure person. It's a big problem. Like a, I'm like a absolute way too much because I just think it's so much easier. And, 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 and again, not to say anything mean or whatever, but I just don't like to, I just don't like lying. I don't like, I think it hurts people's feelings. I think most of all, it takes it like, it's, it's just not fun. It's just not fun. That's all I can say, you know, Definitely. and that we're getting a little, and that's a little integrity and all, but th then, then th this is another topic, but we're going to touch on it lightly. The lying thing now, when do, and I think we'll do a whole nother episode about this. Cause I do find this interesting when, you know, uh, my husband has a big thing about, Oh, that's a lie by omission. I love that's one of his catchphrases. And I'm like, okay, what a lie by omission. Now, and think about it. Just, just slow the roll here for a second. Yes. Okay. Now, and, but sometimes I'm going to go ahead and say that's an appropriate thing to do. And this, this is very interesting with tying in with integrity when and how much we both hate lying. Okay. So, but when do we, uh, how am I going to, okay. And is it a lie? Like if, if one of your, if one of, or somebody asks you, no, I'm going to go ahead and say this. If somebody is at a cocktail, if you're at a dinner party or cocktail party, whatever, and somebody says, oh, do you like this outfit? Or do you like my hair? Do you, because you're so kind and gracious. And I feel like that's the, what the integrity that I want to live in. If I really hate the, I don't know what it, that's, that's, that's a tough one. It's not, I get it. We're, I'm, it's, I'm making a little light of it, but not, does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and I think it goes back to what you were saying about integrity, which is when, if you were really out of integrity, I think you would know, but it depends on what your values are. So if your values are also being kind and compassionate and also being non-judgmental, you personally could not like an outfit, but if that person mm -hmm. likes the outfit, you're all great with it. You're not going to sit there and judge them. You're not going to be mean to them. You're not going to tell anyone that you don't like the outfit. That's just a difference between your personal taste and that person's personal taste. But yeah, it is really interesting because it's like, ooh, technically that's kind of a lie, but right. it, and I'm, it I'm, can I'm, be an in integrity. Yeah, that's tricky. Well, it's integrity because I'm coming from my kindness that I love. And my, so and again, we're not, 
this is not a real problem here because it, at the end of the day, it's not going to matter. And as long as that person is happy in the outfit, I'm happy for them, whatever, Absolutely. even though, you know, I am like the fashion police, but that being <laughs> said, um, but on heavier issues and I th with integrity too, this is where I really struggle is if, if, if somebody that I love that I know very well has asked me something and they really want the truth and they really want the truth. And here we go back to the integrity thing. Okay. For me, for my integrity, I want the truth. I want the people that love me to give me the truth. Even if, if people say, oh, it's brutal. It's not. The tr and we all have definitions of our truth too. So let's bring mm -hmm. that into factor, right? But if, if I ask a question, if I can tell you something that's going to be helpful to you, even if it might be a little bit hurtful at the time, I will do it. If it's only going to just be hurtful and doesn't add any value, I'm not going to do it, right? Definitely. Because there's just no reason. Otherwise that just hurts people's feelings. So that's, I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on your relationship, right? This is the other thing I think is like, yes. if I'm really close friends with someone like you and I are friends and I ask you, Maggie, tell me the truth. It would be, I want you to tell me the truth. And especially when people ask for it, when they're like, please tell me the truth. I think you should be honest, you know? Um, but I think like, the but again, it's my, it's my opinion. Right. Yeah. So even if you say it, I can take it or leave it. You know, I can say, tell me the truth. You can let me know, but then it's up to me to take it or leave it. But I think the other thing that's interesting surrounding this is your boundaries, because some people want to be overly honest all the time or be brutal. And sometimes it's not, but if some people can't handle it, like if that's not one of my things and I don't want to know, I don't care about other people's opinions about, my, about myself, I would need to set a boundary of, Hey Maggie, I love you so much. And thank you for always being honest with me, but I can't take in others' opinions around this subject. So I respect your opinion, but I can't hear it right now. And then that would be a boundary, but I think that's where it gets all is that people don't set a boundary and then other people accidentally cross them because integrity is different for different people because your values are different. And that's well, the absolutely. And also I just thought of something and this is just like so profound. I, I mean, wow. I was thinking about, okay, tr truth and integrity. There's my truth is different than, and okay. What, for instance, if you come to me and we're getting ready to go out one night before COVID, obviously, and you're like, how do you like this new lipstick on me, Mags? Right? And you know, I think you're gorgeous and you are. And I'm like, yeah, I really don't like it. That might not be because it doesn't look great on you or whatever. I might have an issue with the damn lipstick for something that I've got going on, right? So that's my truth that I'm now putting on you. Different. Now, here, if we go, we're on a movie set together, right? Mm -hmm. We're working. I go out with the cast and crew one night. You don't go. Somebody makes a comment. Yeah, I thought Lindsay was like really, I don't know, really off today. I don't know. Now, if they actually said that, I don't know. Do I, uh, I don't know. Do I repeat that to you? Do I come back and tell you so that you can know so that you, because you would want to know and couch it in a very like, oh my gosh, first of all, that should never happen because the director should come to you and have talked about it and never said it. So there we go with that integrity. But I don't know. So answer that. I'm going to ask you that question. 
That's a good question. I mean, for me personally, if I had heard that about someone else, I just always bring it, bring it back to, I can only do what I can, can, I can control. So for example, if you came to me and you said, Lindsay, I want you to know that people were talking about you, then I could say, Oh, what did they say? And then you could tell me, but Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, it would probably be more hurtful for me, for you to tell me that someone was talking about me because I can't go back to that moment and change it. Right. So if you could change it moving forward and go to the, Again, yeah. and I'm gonna go back. if you could go to the, like I said, and we're talking about career things, which is very high stakes for both. We, we, I know we consider that very high as, as well as friendship. But if then, like I said, the only reason I would, I would just let it go off the table, unless I thought you could go to the director and say, hey, um, and then we get into that whole other thing. Maggie told me this, da, 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 which again, we go back round and around, but if it could change something for you moving forward is my point. And I would want you to tell me if you thought it could change something for me. If it, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Right. Well, yes, I totally agree. But what I was going to say is that I wouldn't care. It would probably be hurtful to me that other people said it that I don't really care about. But if you came to me and you said, Hey, Linz, I want to be really honest with you how are you feeling about how this production is going? And then I could tell you, and you could say, because I noticed this energy surrounding your performance. And it can be in a very non-personal way without pointing out stuff I did wrong. But you could say like, you know, I know you, I know how amazing of an actress you are. And moving forward, I really see this for you. Like, I really see you like being more in your power, you know, being louder or, you know, go, maybe go talk to the director. So instead of you saying all the mean things that they said, you would be coming to me as a friend and saying, Hey, how's everything going? Because I'm getting a sense that things are off. I would be so receptive to that. And even if, even if you did tell me like, Lindsay, this wasn't your best performance, like something's going on. You're not coming to me to say, Hey, you didn't do this right. Fix it. You're coming to me to say, Hey, I noticed something is off how are you feeling? So then I can take a moment to reflect and say, maybe I was off. Yeah. Or I can say, I felt it too. I did such a bad job at X, Y, and Z, and I'm beating myself up for it. And then you can come in and be the comfort, the support, and give suggestions of maybe go talk to the director about this. He or she might have suggestions for you or whatever. So then it's like, it just, it's not all the he said, she said. It's yes, more, that's where it gets problematic. More being compassionate about that person and making sure they're okay. So like another perfect example of this, Sean and I practice this all the time at home. Sometimes it just happened the other day and it's so silly, but so Sean has been working on this piano piece. He's a musician. It's not a, well, piano and guitar. He was doing a guitar piece and I had had a bad day. And I just wasn't feeling my best. I was very tired. And he said, hey, can I play this piece for you? And I said, sure. So I sat on the couch. I was eating dinner while he was playing. And when we got done, I said, oh, great job. It sounded great. So we start to watch TV. Like three minutes later, I'm in the kitchen cleaning up my stuff from dinner. And he comes in and is like, what's up with you? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, you weren't really paying attention to me when I was playing my guitar. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, every time I looked up from playing, you were just making this really unhappy face and you were just eating and not paying attention to me. And I was like, Uh, oh, well, I didn't know that that's what you needed. 
And anyway, so we got into this thing where I, he had an expectation. He had a need that he like really wanted to share this piece with me, but I thought he was, I was just like, it was background noise to me because I hear him play all the time. So anyway, it was this weird miscommunication, but he was reacting to my reaction and it was basically just a big old miscommunication. But I got really frustrated because I was like, why is he coming at me with this? You know, like I was just eating my dinner, but instead of reacting, I noticed in him, wait a minute, he must be having a really tough day. Like he must really be upset to be projecting on me that I had done this weird thing. So anyway, I started to get a little worked up and I stopped and I said, babe, how are you? How was your day? You know, what's going on? Turns out there was this whole other thing that was going on and he just wanted me to be present with him. You know what I mean? And so anyway, it's sometimes it just requires communication skills to see through other people's weird behaviors or when they're like performing less than their best or whatever to just ask them like, oh, I'm not going to blame you and tell you all the things you did wrong. What's up? Like something has to be, I want to take care of your heart. You know what I mean? And I think that's the more compassionate thing to do. Yeah. And that's integrity in your relationship. That's amazing. So that was amazing. And I have two things I just thought of. Yeah. So I would go to the director. I just thought about this. I would go to the director and say uh, to he or she, I love how you, I just automatically said he, shame on you, Margaret, uh, Max. But anyway, and I would say, Lindsay, I know her. I've worked with her. You need to go to her and talk to her because I know she wants to give her best. And this is a conversation that you need to have with her. Yes, love that. So then, and then talking about integrity and relationships, I love the story about with this, with you and Sean. With, and it's interesting. Uh, it's so important to have integrity in all of your relationships, for me, but especially with the people that you love the absolute most, which sometimes I feel like because we get a little comfortable and I didn't realize, you know, when you, I mean, Chris and I know one another so well, we've been together for a very long time, but co- when we were coming down, I have a thing, which you kind of know, and you've seen, it's like when I get nervous or irritated or upset, um, I'm like kind of have a little bit of uh, a little bit of OCD and I'll, and I'll go and I'll, I'll like, it's a self-soothing thing. Like I'll go through my purse. I'll count the credit. Like I know that I haven't used the damn credit card. Where have I been? But it just makes me feel better. You know, it's a little rain man. Not going to lie to you. I own it. I embrace it. It, uh, and so he's like telling me something and he's like, I, and I, and I realized, and I, at the time I didn't, but I started doing this and going through the, and the bag has not been open. Where's anything going? It's not like there's little monsters in there going to, that are going to wrestle up the stuff. And he's like, I hate it when you don't pay attention to me. I'm telling you something really important. I go, and I, my response was I can multitask, but I know for me, when someone does that, like we, t- if it, it would have been like the equivalent of me telling him something, he's on the cell phone. It drives me nuts because what we need is attention and we want to be heard. And the fact of the matter is, yes, you can multitask. But when somebody is telling you something that means something to them, you really don't want to have any. You want to be heard, seen, felt, everything there. No phone, no digging through the purse, no looking out the window. Focus on the person, accept what they're saying, acknowledge it, soak it in. So in integrity, what we also try and do is for me, always if somebody says something oh that really bothers me i'm like you know what i will make an effort to never do that again yeah that's a hot button for you you know definitely like i get it there you go i don't know where it comes from i don't know what went on in your childhood i didn't know if you didn't get the gi joe with the kung fu grip or you don't even have to explain it but what i'm saying is i will honor it 
Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's very loving because you are respecting a boundary that he has. Even though we didn't say, hey, Maggie, I have a boundary because X, Y, and Z, and I need you to, you know, he didn't have to lay it all out. He just said, I really don't like it when you do that. And because you know each other so well, you were able to be like, ding, ding. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, like that. I'll make a, I'll make an effort to change it. And, and that's, yeah. And I think that that's the most beautiful part of relationships. And the most loving thing you can do is to respect each other's boundaries and boundaries are fluid right like since i'm in control of my own boundaries i could set one like maggie i don't want to talk about pizza i have a thing about pizza i don't want to talk about it that's my boundary give me three months from now and i might bring up pizza and you'll be like oh okay i guess this is cool to talk about now or i could express to you like yeah i'm totally comfortable with this now i don't know what was going on with me but by you respecting those boundaries i feel safe to be in friendship with you and to be vulnerable with you and i think it just respecting each other's boundaries really deepens trust. See, now this is funny that you bring up boundaries again is a word. We're going to talk, also we're going to do, we're going to talk about words. And yes. Maybe that about. can be next week. Boundaries, boundaries for me, I get like you with discipline. When I think of boundaries, I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I'm in that you're putting, oh, that's a bound, you can't red rover, you can't cross that line. It's bound, the word boundaries actually scares me. So I got to focus on that. But I do think it means, like I said, with, with integrity, it, it, you respecting, I think integrity also means you're respecting each other's vulnerability mm -hmm. and saying, okay, and also hearing what people are really saying and what they mean. And I have this one friend and she's just like a constant prober and she's wonderful and amazing, but it's like this thing where she's like, oh, I don't really think you mean that. Like, I don't think that's how you feel. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you have to stop telling people how they feel because that's annoying. Right. And that is not respecting your boundaries. And if somebody tells you something, even if you think that you're like going to like, as my brother likes to say, Jedi mind trick them out of it. If they say that, they probably mean it and they're not ready. And you have to let them come to that thing. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's so true. And I, I think too, yeah, like respecting their vulnerability. That was such a good way to put it. And for me, again, maybe we, we'll talk about boundaries next week. But um, for me, I've had to rewire my brain around that because boundaries seemed very unloving to me and very harsh because it was like this hard line in the sand. But now like my definition for having a boundary is respecting each other's vulnerability. And so it's not about getting it perfect or not crossing the line. It's just understanding that if you do, like if I have a boundary and you accidentally cross it, it's not your fault that you crossed it. It's up to me to just say, hey, I'm a little uncomfortable here. Would it be okay for us to back up and back out of this for now? And so it's not your responsibility to not cross my boundary. It's my responsibility to hold it and just gently remind people around me like, hey, I don't really like that. And the people that love you will respect it. So it's actually very soft and it's very loving and it's on the person to withhold bound, you know, like hold up their boundaries. And it's not, it's not to keep everyone perfect or to keep people out. It's actually to make your relationships healthier, kind of in the same way. It is different, but there's a difference between like having a really bad argument with someone and then having a argument with someone that leads to growth. You know, like, you know, when you're in a good relationship, when you're having an argument with someone but it leads to a really deep conversation and it leads to connection like after you might have argued a little bit you 
it deepened your trust and your understanding of one another. So it's not the type of argument where you're just blaming each other and just getting angry for no reason. It's a type of argument where you're trying to work something out. It's, it's problem solving. It's like to come together even closer. Um, and that's how you know that you're like having a healthy dispute with someone is that it's to bring you closer in the end, not to divide you further. Right, right, right. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And then now that you said that's very interesting and it is, it's, you know, one of the hardest things for me is, you know, I, boundaries for me are very, um, I mean, I respect other people so much, but I need to work on like making sure that it's okay for me to say, for some reason I have issues. That's a whole nother thing, but I think um, everyone does. it's hard. We're not, I don't know. I don't think everyone does. I th I'm amazed. And I really respect the people that are like, Whoa, slow the roll. That doesn't work for me. Good for you. You know, Hey, you know, um, that's awesome to be able to say that and, and to really, and then to hear people and, ha and respect it. Like I said, yeah, get it. We get it. But again, I think, and that goes back to integrity and just, you know, respect. Yeah. Integrity equals respect for others and yourself. Yes, I completely agree. And yeah, I think everything we've talked about today absolutely ties back into integrity, which is how do you show up when no one is watching, right? How, what are your words? What are your values that you hold on to even when no one else is around? It's the core essence of who you are. That is integrity, like holding yourself to self-integrity, but then the way that applies to others, yeah, exactly like what you said, it's, it's respect for yourself and for others. And yeah, such a powerful word. You're right. Integrity is just such, it's such it's a so strong, it's such, mm -hmm. a, it's such a rock star word because I feel like some words don't sound like what they mean or they just don't sound good. We, that's a whole nother thing, but I love it. Integrity. So let's, uh, you know, I hold you in the greatest of integrity and everyone out there, if you guys are listening, hold yourself in integrity and others and all those people that you love. And so cool. Glad we had this little, uh, chat. Me too. Me too. Solving the problems of the world with integrity. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, Oh yeah. I want to end it on this. Just another thing on integrity. Just again, a small, keeping it small. We're not, we don't have to be, um, you know, doing major stuff, little things equal, like just so if you, if you uh, go uh, out to a little restaurant, if you're an airport or whatever, I always like clean up the table after like I leave and push the chair in and just make sure that it's better than it was before. Like, so that someone else, and I, I know that they have people that do that, but it's just a little help for them. And that for me is a little bit of integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so kind. Yeah. And I think integrity can be in very small ways. And I know that we really like and are going to like wrap up each episode with kind of like a, a quote or a question. And so that just kind of got brought something to my mind that I think would be so awesome to leave everyone with today is, cool. is two questions. Number one is when do you feel like you are in integrity? Like what small things do you do or moments during your day kind of make you feel like you're really in alignment with who you are, you're respecting yourself and others, and you are showing up in the fullest expression of you, even if no one was around? That's question number one. And question number two is, what does it feel like when you're not in integrity? 
like what are some times that maybe you feel that anxiety or you just feel kind of icky, you feel very stuck in a box, you know, you, you feel out of alignment, just to notice, not to judge yourself, but just simply to notice and deepen your knowledge of, of who you are and when you really are in integrity and in alignment. So that's what I'm going to leave everyone with today. And what an awesome, awesome episode, Maggie. I loved talking with you about integrity and um, yeah, so excited to talk about boundaries next week. Yay. Love you guys.